Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind the scenes, updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday. Our, our, least, our least favourite show of the week. It's not show. We like the show. We like, we don't, <laughs> it's just like, fuck, hump day headlines. It's pretty depresso out there in the news at the moment. We try and yeah. – we could cover the like Ukraine war and the politics part, but it's just getting a bit much. Look, to be honest, I don't want to touch on it really, but after you – uh, told me to look at Butch Butch's uh, Ukraine on Twitter or whatever, and just went through some of the stuff, horrific stuff that's happening over there. It's just crazy stuff, and I feel like you see you see it everywhere now. It's, crazy. it's like that viewer discretion advised. I know we're forty three seconds into this podcast, but if you're if you're wanting to see some fucked up shit, you can go and see like this war in Ukraine. It's so. It's like the social media war. It's crazy. The amount of footage that's out there, still photos, videos of like the most craziest, like I don't watch this video. Like I shouldn't, you shouldn't watch this. Otherwise it, you'll be, could be really scarred, but then you just keep flicking through them. Well, it's just the reality of life, isn't it? Some, there's some evil people out there and you're seeing evidence of that with some of the rooms and some of the places where the Russians were, were staying and stuff. I, I was driving back from, I went to Melbourne a couple of days ago. Yeah. And driving back on the side of the road, there's a big billboard with free Ukraine on mm. uh, on the on like on the billboard on the side of the road down near Geelong, and you're seeing like Zelen- Pre- President Zelensky appearing at the like the Oscars and the Grammys, doing like like I just feel I find it a bit weird. Yeah, you know, like I, I like we're being it's a, there's a lot of propaganda, like this war right now, and they talk about the different stuff. Like Russia have their own version of Google and shit, where they've control and censored the different narratives that come out. I like, watched a video actually this morning. I think it was, and it was the footage of you know when uh, Russians said that the bodies weren't there; that was there after or whatever. Yeah, there yeah. was like a satellite image of like the dates and all that sort of stuff, and it and you could clearly see that. It's though. a war on information. Yeah, how, how well, do you yeah. control the message? How do you control who gets to see what? How do you censor the right stuff? And it's messaging it's pretty crazy because we're not we're not we can't go in there and fact check ourselves. So you got to trust what's going on there. But how quickly. This info, like in a digital world, how quickly information spreads and becomes like it's like um, what's that movie, Ali G movie, where they do the Chinese whispers? You know, someone says that, someone says that, and it just ends up being the the other thing. You know, but it is. I, very I do. Complicated. I do very much. I'm on the thing. I feel like it's it's a hor- horrific thing that's going on. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of other conflicts around the world. I haven't seen like free Afghanistan on a billboard mm. on the on Geelong freeway. Like, isn't it? Uh, who bought the billboard that says free Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. You know, who's pushing that? Did the government buy that billboard and they're putting that up there and now they're telling me what to care? Like, is that, yeah. is that how the world works? I think with everything, there needs to be a who's – where the money is with everything, even with, like, information that's been, uh, uh, you know, said on mainstream media stuff, even all of us, it needs to be – you know, it's, it's just hard. Who did we talk to, Will Anderson, about it? It's actually funny because you were like, are we living in a George Orwell world and stuff and are we being manipulated and is this, this? And he's yeah, like, he like, yep. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yep. We are. It is scary, but then the more you think about it, the more scared you get. So sometimes is ignorance bliss, Rob. Oh, it has to be because I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> give me some of that well, how many, like, caring about things and having things, like, with the world events and so many bad, horrible things going on, like – Caring about so many different things, it's hard to care about your own thing in your own backyard at the moment with all these new changes with our lives and how we've been living. So I just feel like there's panic everywhere, isn't there's it? There's a lot to take on. The, like, that's the everyday people, punter that's yeah. getting, yeah. like, at the end of the day, we have no ability to influence. I feel like we were laughing at people protesting or something the other day around. Or oh, like, you were laughing. It's I like, laughing. no, it's just like how much influence do people really have? Like, it's, a, it's an illusion of influence that you have 
Mm. People have some form of power, but at the end of the day, these corporations and people who, who actually are in positions of influence and power, that power balance is way out of whack. And the everyday punter doesn't have – can't do much. you know. And if you care too much, you're going to go insane going, well, you're never going to be privy to those conversations. You're never going to be able to influence anything else. You're just a cog. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to realise as a human waking <laughs> up going, I'm a cog, you know? <laughs> it's like that Rick and Morty episode. It's like the multiverse episode. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, my, my existence is just a – Run the battery that fuels your car. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you know, that's that's us. It is a hard thing to accept, isn't it? With hey, the reality. Of that. Anyway, let's get off the depressiveness <laughs> and let's go into Tesla boss Elon Musk buys stake in Twitter before openly criticizing the social media website. Uh, this one comes from ABC News. Uh, Tesla Tesla CEO Elon Musk has acquired a nine percent stake in Twitter to become its largest shareholder at a time when he is questioning the social media's platform's dedication to free speech and the First Amendment. Mr. Ma, uh, Mr. Musk purchased heaps of shares. Blah blah. blah. Twitter's stock surged nearly thirty percent on Monday since the announcement. Blah blah. blah. He did a poll to his um, lots of however many. Millions of people that follow him on Twitter, I'll tell you exactly the number about how many followers he has. But he did a, a poll. Free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigor- rigorously adheres to this principle? And there was over 2 million votes and 70.4% said no. And after he did that, he's got 80 million followers on Twitter. After he had that, the results of that poll, he went and bought them. That's crazy. I hope he fixes it. <laughs> oh, uh- who uh, who did we have on who was talking about the power of people are talking about the power of the people people are like drawn to like he is just like bigger than Jesus at the moment isn't he like he uh, reminds Elon me that Musk he's a bit of Iron Man isn't he oh Tony Stark vibes yeah like he'll fix the world he'll give this he'll give Ukraine the Starlink there you go guys you've yeah. got the interweb now it is crazy though isn't it you got the Jeff Bezos you got the Elon Musk you got the Sir Richard Bransons and you got us the cogs. Yeah, cogs yeah, we're yeah. Cog. What, what, oil me up oil me up can you take us back to the day when you realised that you were a cog did you, <laughs> did you wake up and go one day and go fuck I'm, I'm really not going to have much influence here I, I, I can pretend I have when you, know? you when you hit that realisation square between the eyes and you're like <laughs> I've got a lot of like my working life left ahead of me like it's a hard thing to realise that no matter what you do or your things yeah. like you don't really have that much freedom of choice you've got mm. you pay your bills live your life and mm. You've got to go and do something meaningful to the yeah. structure of society that's been created at the time. Like you can't just go yeah. and off and be a hippie, fairy, well, painter. Well, to be honest, I'm starting to lean towards that at the moment. I used to watch all them videos on Vice off and the see, see the people living off the grid and just like eating like the, the fucking eggs from their chickens and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I could do that. I could you have sour. I could make damper and have boiled <laughs> eggs on <laughs> toast. Damper. I want to live off the grid. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this bullshit that society is at the moment with all this. We live in a weird fucking world. All right. Well, keeping on the weirdness trend, this one comes from Lad Bible. Tom Wood, lab-grown lion meat could be safe, uh, could be set for tables at UK restaurants. Lab-grown lion meat could be set to go on sale in the UK as well as a whole menagerie of other exotic meats. That, have act, uh, that haven't actually come from animals. This is certainly a wild creation. It probably raises more questions than it, than it answers with regards to whether we should be eating meat and where meat comes from. Basically, this meat is cultivated and has been pitched by food technology startup uh, Primeval Foods. It's not just lion meat, but tiger, elephant, giraffe, and even sushi made from zebra that could end up in restaurants if the products manage to pass the food regulatory checks. Oh. The argument is that lab-grown meat is more climate-friendly than plant-based meat alternatives. 
Bro, just have a bit of lettuce and shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, just eat your veggie. Look stir at the fries. packaging, bro. There's a straight up lion on the packaging. Yeah, lion burger. I don't eat Simba. Yeah, but see, I feel like food for me is all about like where it come from and stuff like that. And knowing that, like, I feel like this whole thing was just made for us to talk about. It's for content. Yeah, like they're doing exotic meat. It's a big brand play of like. Us talking about it, even on this podcasting, I was like, that's different. You know what I mean? This, like, is, this is like a menu. To start, cheese board with a variety of cultivated giraffe hams. The main course, spinach ravioli with white sauce, baked cultivated lion meat with potatoes. Yeah, but see, the thing is, you can't even tell your friends, oh, I had this because they'd be like, well, it was, it's not really that, is For it? dessert, baked creamy cheesecake with cultivated elephant oil. Child- how much, how children's much? menu, cultivated tiger nuggets with sweet potatoes, chocolate ice cream. That is mental. That, like, where, where do you draw the line? It, like, hopefully there's no dogs or cats or anything on there, is there? But they're not, they're not really dogs. They're just cells that have been grown in a Petri dish to get to size. Well, would that, would that sell then? Hey, we've got dog meat. Who wants a dog burger? Do you I reckon that would sell? Do you reckon people are craving a bit of dog? <laughs> do you reckon? Man, I'm blown away. I don't know if I could do this. Would you eat it just to say? It's not, that's not what I mean. You can't even say, I ate it because, that, that, like, it's not really that then. It's just lab-grown stuff that's been marketed as lion meat. But can that mean – is it still animal products? Like if – can vegans eat lab-grown meat if it's real meat? So, like, so it is real – it is – it's like the, the uh, scientific stuff, like all the molecules. Yeah, they grown and the cells into the, What other fancy words can – bacteria and all that <laughs> oh, sort of God, stuff. The scientists – Does it all go in the Bunsen burner and you mix it up and then, <laughs> you, get, and then you get the lion burger? Settle down. Giraffe – hey, you Take know, your lab coat what off. Is, what is the weirdest thing you've, you've ate? Eaten, eaten, whatever uh, it is. It's probably your cooking. Oh, that is pretty strange. I can't, I can't even think of anything that you've cooked for me lately. Oh, uh, two-minute noodles. I make some I've good had a toast sandwich noodles. back in the I day. I make some good toasties, to be fair. No, what's the, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? What's the like most exotic thing that you've tried? I'm not an exotic type of food tryer. I don't think I've eaten anything that was out What's the most risky thing you've eaten? No idea. Like oh, I wouldn't, I haven't, so boring. What man. have you eaten, bro? Uh, I remember when Howler first opened, they were serving crocodile spring rolls. And I tried I've it. I tried crocodile. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, crocodile's well, not normal. It's not that. It's not that. Really. But like they sell it at Carl's. Do they? I don't know, mate. No, they, they sell um, kangaroo. Kangaroo, I yeah. kangaroo. You don't need the coat of arms, though, do you? I don't know about this whole meat thing. I've never been a big meat. This is a good topic, though, because I've never been a big meat eater, but I do, still do like bits of meat in things. And I, Meat eating, hot or not? It is a good. Well, maybe meat. we'll save it. Just meat. meat. Meat in general, yeah. All right, hey. What? Last week, yeah. on this episode, you committed to something, to the listeners out there, the loyal listeners that make the podcast what it is today, you committed that uh, if Port Adelaide did not beat Adelaide, mm. you'd go and get your ear pierced. And for those at home listening, if you didn't see the scores last week, an Adelaide player, I don't know who it was, but he took a mark just before the final siren. Well, when you got that wrong. He got, went someone back, got a free kick. He yeah. went back. Yeah. They're, they're, he needs to kick the goal for them to win the game after the siren. And he did. And he did. And there I am just cheering going, that means Locke has to get an earring after the siren. Well, the thing is, yeah, you've all said this and everyone's like, yeah, get the earring and that. I'm happy to get the earring and that, but I'm not going to organise it, pay for it and do all that sort of stuff. I'm leaving that up to you, mate. I'm not going to book my own funeral. You know what I mean? So I'm if not, I book it in, you're going to Well, do mate, it? it's up to you. It's to organise. I'm not going to organise my own stupid shit that I'm doing. You know what I mean? That's just dumb. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I feel like if you want to organise it and want me to get it done and want all that funny stuff, then you can organise it and I'll get it done. I'll, what did, what did I'm Tal- a man of my word. I don't know if you are. What did Tal say about the year? Oh, she didn't really. I don't even think she listened, to be honest. No, she I don't think she voted, no, she voted no. She, she, did, cho- she didn't want you to have the earring. Oh, I think the earring will look okay. But it's just weird that you're so obsessed with it. 
Maybe, maybe. Maybe it might be the two. You might have to get both. The double, the double feather, Captain Feathersaw. Depends on huh? how this week's tipping goes, huh? Oh, we'll get get into it. All now. right, first game of the round. You don't you <laughs> Thursday night, Port Adelaide versus Melbourne. You tip Port Adelaide oh. again, they let you down. Oh, to be honest, I I think Port will win. I think they have to win. They have to beat Melbourne because that, that can change their season around. They're zipping three, but if they beat someone like Melbourne, who's a, obviously the last year's premiers, I feel like that's a good – they can get that back. I'm going Melbourne and, and Ken Hinckley to be very, very under pressure at the end of the game. Okay. Uh, Friday night, yep. battle of our teams, the Cats versus the Lions. Oh, okay. if we got a if we got a special thing that we are going to follow through, if if we I don't want to make a deal on you reneg, you know. No, well, I'm not reneging. I'm just like leaving it up to you because I, you know, like I said before, I'm not going to repeat myself. That's fine. But, but you got a deal for this one? I reckon too. I reckon same as what we had last time with you was the nail polish, and I get to pick the color. And same thing, maybe a nail polish thing for me as well. If so next week you can end up with the earring and the nail polish in the same day. If it the could lines be the lose. Michael Dublé, yeah, or for the same week, yeah, for the same week. Yeah, it's pretty out of control. But I feel like that suits my personality a little bit. You know, yeah, what I mean? the painted nails, a bit the disruptive. Air, you yeah. are. Wearing a the time of recording this is the loudest shirt I've ever seen you wearing. Like, yeah, well, Jeff Hardy time. vibes. Jeff Hardy vibes. You know got lots of Actually, maybe I'll change mine from painted nails. I've got one for you. That you, if, if Brisbane get up, this is what you have to do. And you, and if I'm getting a feather earring, you're getting a labret. What's a labret? You know the chin, the chin stud. You know the. I'm chin not doing a chin stud. <laughs> you're doing the chin stud. I'm not, I disagree. Why? Why? Huh? That's, oh, that's very much piercing like, too. Yeah, the ears very different to the fucking hole in my chin. Why the old school labrette? I'm not doing a chin La- piercing. What about the nose? Nose piercing. I'm not doing a nose piercing. Why? Ears, ears are acceptable. Nose, no? and, nose, nose and chin and lips and stuff <laughs> not acceptable. Eyebrows. All not right, acceptable. all right. Uh, fair enough. What You're about taking it too no, far? I'm taking it too far. What, what about sh- what about shave your head? <laughs> that's a good one. I'm not shaving. That's your a head. good one. Come on. Huh? Commit to that. Shave your head and I'll paint the nails, baby. Done. <laughs> it seems pretty fair. I'm, I'm getting a feather earring, mate. Come yeah, on. but you lost in the first yeah, round. Yeah, I know, but like, I th- that is my challenge to you. Are John going to win? Are you that confident? I'm, they're not my, I wouldn't pick him as my certainty for the round. Not, I'm not well, going to shave well, my head what, over well, this game. I reckon it's a shave head job. I reckon, <laughs> no, I reckon it is. I'm, I'm, I'm happy hey, right, to put the paint nails up. For no, John no, no. I, and I'll grow my hair out. <laughs> no. For the week. No, I'm not shaving Can't, my head. Why? Huh? Why? It's going grey anyway. You might as well just get rid I of it. I think Geelong are going to beat the Lions, and if they don't, I, I will do the the nail polish. You'll paint your nails. That's what I think is fair. Every single fingernail uh, red for a week, or until Geelong win the next game. I think that's fair. Because that's a bit pussy, but I'm getting an earring, you're painting your nails. Come on. I'm going through a bit of pain. You know what I mean? Uh, you might, you, you might. got two weeks of nail polish. Fair enough. Fair. You and, might. What, and is it the same for me the other way around? I'll get the nail polish. If yeah, fair. Okay, cool. All right, right done. That's Next done. game, Sydney, North Melbourne. Can't believe you didn't you didn't tip Brisbane <laughs> against North Melbourne last week as your certainty. Well, well to be honest. 100 points. No, because you've got the fixture right in front of you on the laptop and I just roll in just how I roll in, pretty unprepared and just not looking at the round and you've just rattling through the things and I'm just hearing them as they come. You I'm know? not going to apologise for being organised. Well, it's, anno- it's annoying me. You know? <laughs> well, be more organised, you know. Right. Sydney, look at the fixture. You know what we're covering today. Oh, you could have had a good bit of squeeze. Sydney Whatever. versus North Melbourne. Who's going to win? Uh, Sydney going to win. I think Sydney too. Uh, Colling- Let's whip through these last ones. Collingwood, West Coast. Uh, Collingwood. I think Collingwood as well. Richmond, Western Bulldogs. Oh, I'm going Western Bulldogs for sure. Rocky Smith to have 15 and a snag, hopefully. Yeah, I'm on your team here. I'm reckon Bulldogs too. Frio versus uh, Greater Western Sydney in a close game. Where is it? Over uh, in WA, Optus Stadium. I'm going, uh, going Frio. I'm going GWS. We like that. Uh, yeah. Final few games of the round, Essendon versus Adelaide in the snooze fest. 
Oh. At Marvel on a Sunday. Who cares? Uh, I reckon Essendon have got to get up, don't they? They got to beat Adelaide. Adelaide paid their premiership uh, last week. You know, they yeah. Got up. Well, then again, they did Adelaide. Uh, you're gonna hate them forever now. No, the, this hearing. No, big shout out to the legends at Adelaide. I just can't really watch them. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. I reckon Essendon are gonna get up. Um, last two games of the round: Hawthorne versus St Kilda. Uh, where's that at? At the G Sunday um, afternoon. I'm gonna go with Hawthorne. I, I reckon bad. the Saints are going to get up. They looked all right. I can't believe that Big Maxie King coming home against he the Tigers looks, last he, week. Not he looked bad. Good, but they're just so inconsistent. They let you down as knowing a few Saints supporters, they're never that happy because, you know, they, they do get them good good showings and good outings and they'll just slip back into some dirty old habits. A bit like yourself, Rob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unreliable. <laughs> unreliable. All right. <laughs> and the final game of the season, unreliable. Have a listen. Gold Coast <laughs> versus Carlton at Metricon. Oh, uh Gold Coast versus Carlton at Metricon. I'm going to go with Carlton, yeah. Carlton, they're 3-0, top of the ladder. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Carlton too. Good, good on there you. There you go. For those watching Friday night after the end of the game, so if you're watching the footy Friday night and you think – I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> like will be there. If you're watching the footy Friday night, Geelong, Geelong versus Brisbane, just send a few messages in if, if uh, Geelong get up and just say, Locke, enjoy that red nail polish. Well, who said it's red? You know, you're, I've chosen the colour red for you. Is that what you're choosing for me? Red? Oh, no, I don't mind red. I can happily rock the well, red. Well, I might change a different colour then. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Oh, we'll see how we It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Does anyone even care? That's what I want to know. Like, Nick Pulse is actually the one who suggested it. Like, There's a few people just comment get on some LinkedIn, engagement. get some stuff, do some things. Do some dares, and I went with fucking Port Adelaide. You know what I mean? I just cannot believe it. Hey. Hey. If you're new to the pod, we drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday, snacks, pods just like this one. Come at your hot Tuesday, Wednesday, hot or not, drops Friday. See you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. <laughs>